I feel like Jimmy McKnight. Jimmy McKnight. McKnight. Yeah. Wow, you should steal that. That should be a Steve song. (laughs) It should be. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ninja Star! What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from... George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsik from AMC's Comic Book Man. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Man. You are listening... And you're listening to... The Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. My favorite podcast. It has begun! Oh, yeah! I am awesome! Take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole is. Hey man, I was on a UFO. I really was, man. Hey, your cousin and I, man, he had a bag full of dope, man. We met all these chicks, went to a massage park, and we went on a spaceship. We're in a weed field, man. We got sucked up by a spaceship, man. It's so full of blood and tits, like. What more could you want from a low-budget horror movie? Rules. Well, it eliminates all the other things you don't like, like story. So... <laughs> oh, I hate to break it to you losers, but Han Solo's a bitch. Better alive, you are coming with me. I mean, they call me the genetic jackpot for a reason. Right. Not just because of the athleticism, the big muscles, the cool hair, the good looks. <laughs> I'm also a really, really smart guy. <laughs> so, you know, always have a plan. The whole package right here. It's your boy, Kel Mitchell, and you're listening to... To the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight. Come on, get on the Starship. It's going down. Yo, McKnight, let's get it. Yeah. You, you no, seriously, I, I do not have a 10-inch penis. No, I do not. Seriously. You were discussing Hulk Hogan's penis. All right. I am the cream. Yeah. The cream of the crop. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
right. Before we open the questions to the audience, and I'm right from there, we're going to ask a quick one of the cast over here. You guys have to be legendary. You guys have to have different Ranger outfits. You guys have to transform. Which of the ones that were your normal colors, your normal outfits, did you like the best? One more time. Which, right. which, are, which of our normal outfits did we like the best? Which, which of the legendary transformations was the coolest? Oh, I thought he was asking about like our plain clothes. Because you to wear a variety of different I liked, I liked the outfit that I wore in episode 15. And all the 16, 17, 
to shoot though. We got so much freedom. They were like, you guys want to be goofballs? This is the episode to do it. I hate it wearing that scarf though. Um, but I guess, I guess if we were to, if we were to decide, if we were to decide yeah. back around to the question, then I guess um, it would be Jungle Fury Purple for me uh, because the wolf attack is super sweet. Uh, does anybody know the wolf attack? Can anyone do it?
kids, somebody even though they've never met me. Um, you know, and, and so there's a lot of stuff we'd like to do, but it's a really complex series to develop. I'll try not to talk too much. My wife told me yesterday on the panel I just talked too much. But you know, when you're combining these two great series together, um, and what you can use, you know, I don't want to give away too many secrets, but you know, all the legendary seasons, not all of them we had legal rights to use. So there were things that we could potentially say, oh, that's a great episode, let's develop some stuff. Oh, because they just need Well, um, that's above my pay grade as far as knowing about the different legal things, but you know, there is the legendary battle sequence, you know, that was in the premonition in the first episode. Well, we had that footage, but we really, um, some of those teams, those seasons, are in that footage, and we could use that. I'm sure it's got something to do with licensing as well. Yeah, I mean, it's all uh, legal, yeah. and, and you know, 35 years of the show in Japan, different deals. Yeah. You know, but when you're picking episodes to do, you know, and you're going to do 40 episodes in the grand plan, along with a couple clip shows, um, you know, you, you have to have mind a lot of things. Sometimes, hey, that monster suit got destroyed in production in Japan. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Nice. There you go. 
Yes. Um, well, my favorite show was Johnny Quest. Yes. 
was the creative, the executive on Gargoyles. No, so. Uh -huh. So. Uh -huh. So. Uh -huh. So. Uh -huh. Dude, every day after school, it was Batman and Gargoyles. You don't even know about Gargoyles. And it's the same show for one. You have excellent taste. Oh.
you know, it was kind of decided amongst many, many people that we wouldn't make a big deal about it. So I was left at the keyboard figuring out how the heck this has happened. You? You were the one at the keyboard? Wait, I am so happy you're sitting here. It truly was his fault. Four years I have been trying to explain this to people. Okay. Shame. Really, the long, the short answer was we had to do something, so why not just roll with the punches? Make a joke out of it that we could all wink at. You know, and keep this talented man as Thank you. 
Raymond and I were just having a moment. A challenge. <laughs> just remembering all of our facial expressions up there was more like. Well, because you know you're like when they're you guys know how it works when they're frame when they're framing a shot you need to be there so they can frame the shot. So if you have to go to the bathroom, you can't like you can't like sneak out. You know, so you stop the whole announce to the room. I must pee. Like I, I, I need to go now. And then you get the address. Yeah. <laughs> Great question. Thank you. Hi. Uh, so my question is, if you could build your own season, what would the theme be? What range would you have? What would your headquarters yes. or command yes. center be? Yes. And what would the villain be? I think Drew wants to talk about it. <laughs> no, I'd love to talk about it. You know, I like dark cartoons, right? I like Spawn. I love Batman, I love the DBZ saga, so for Power Rangers, for me, I thought it would be really cool if they had to, every time they morphed, they died a little bit. <laughs> so they have to make a major sacrifice. That would explain why there's new Rangers every two seasons. And so that was kind of tough being away from my family and my friends. And 
not be able to do the funeral really got me. The show must go on. Yeah, so yeah. that was tough for me. And I came back in, uh, this was like in October. Um, so it wasn't even that much into filming, but I knew he was sick, but it's one of those things that sucks, not going to say goodbye to them and like go to the funeral. And so I remember coming back in for Christmas and watching the funeral. Uh, and we had it on audio, so I listened to it. And I like, wrote a poem for it and they read it there, but it was just really emotional. So that was on top of our to be away from family and friends in a totally different country, like doing this big old series for the first time. Uh, losing my grandpa was probably the toughest part for me. Um, I don't know if I told you guys this, but when my wife, Bree, came over, her grandmother died while we were filming, and she wasn't, I mean, it's the same, you know, yeah. she wasn't able to be there, so that was tough um, for her as well. It's tough when you're like 12 hour flight away, you can't just fly home. It's not like if we were filming in LA, we can like, oh, we could drive you really quick. Like, you can't do anything about it. And that's, yeah. have inner peace with it. We've all experienced uh, some form of loss, emotional loss. So you're not alone. So don't ever feel alone. You've got people to turn to. Thank you. Um, but we all draw from that and it's made us stronger. So use that. We got this. Stronger. How's it going, guys? Uh, my name's Justin, come from Illinois. Uh, I just had a question for Cameron, actually. Yep. So, uh, one of the, the best parts of the Disney era was when Operation Overwatch, they did the uh, Once a Ranger special. They brought like five Rangers back from past, from many different seasons. Yeah. So, a question for you: If you could create, you know, with you being the sixth Ranger on this team, if you could pick any five Rangers from any past season, like a combination of any five Rangers to be on your team, who would you pick? You would pick us, right? No, because you're current. Uh, I'd have to pick past Rangers. Uh, I would start with uh, probably Red Fisher, the Titanium Ranger. Uh, I'd go with Ika Darbo, uh, Red Ranger from is it RPM. Um, I'd go, I think, I hear blue. I mean, yeah. David Yost for Blue Ranger. Uh, <laughs> that's three or four. Three or four. Yeah. Um, let's see, I got two more. <laughs> pink. Was, was Melody Perkins pink? Yeah. yeah. Then Melody Perkins pink. And I don't know for one more. Wait, do you have yellow already? Oh, no, I don't have yellow. Karen Ashley. Yeah, it was so cool. There was this huge warehouse just full of all the suits. 
They must have been bossing nice. I'll start out by saying that I was geeking out when I first saw it, but I'll be kind of brutally honest. It we it kind of felt like we were just becoming a giant commercial. Yeah. You know, it I mean it already does the show already kind of gets that vibe every now and then. Yeah. But when, when they brought in all these other things that took away from well, the other like shows. our like our storylines and, and our costumes and all that stuff, it felt yeah. like maybe they were just they were just looking to make more money from another costume and another revamping another toy that to put on the shelf. But on lunch breaks, that was like, a lot of fun. Yeah, we would like go into the warehouse. We were like, sneak into the warehouse. And we would just put on all big arms and, you know, oh, yeah. basically sword fight. Oh, yeah. It was fun, don't get me wrong. It was yeah, You guys are lucky. You're lucky because you got to do that. Every season, was, every season after Mighty Morphin would agree. They would all agree to say you were lucky because you got to play with all the cool things. <laughs> Thank you for reminding us of that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Vladimir. Peace. Thanks, man. Hi, guys. Lane's Austin. Uh, this is more for the Megaforce side of it. Uh, <laughs> doses. Come on, Kim. We talked to her. Uh, I was just wondering, like, instead of the high school theme, do you guys think you could have pulled off like the tribe theme from Ghostsagers? So the yellow, so it would be yellow and black together, pink and red, and then blue solo all coming together as a team. You think you could pull that off? if we had if we had done uh, like they did with the angels? You didn't even necessarily have to be the angels, but like from those different tribes. Oh, because of the, the land and water and air symbols. Yep. That would have been a fantastic yeah. I wonder if it was discussed. <laughs> a, lot of things were, a lot of things were discussed. You know, once again, the, I'm sorry. I think there was a vision. The challenge, though, in taking you know, two series and combining them together while creating something of its own, you know, that is more you know, about kids in high school and things like that. You, know, you had to choose which storylines you know, to prioritize, and there were people who would choose things based purely on footage. I'm not one of them, but you know, footage really dictated a lot. And so there's the elements, you know, of that storyline that we could use a little bit of, but but really, you know, kind of. I'm talking around this, but the point was. To create more of a, I don't want to say generic, but more of a relatable teenage storyline, a lot of that had to go go out, you know, get out of the way. Wasn't there also an element of like trying to bring back Mighty Morphin years? Well, you know, I really looked at the season as a love letter to the fans, much like the, the Gokaiger season in Japan, where they, they, you know, would visit Rangers from long ago and visit all these teams. We didn't necessarily have that luxury to do everything. I keep bringing back the Megaforce pilot, but you'll see the Megaforce pilot, you know, there's a big homage to Day of the Dumpster, you know, Point. To, to go back to where we started, you know, even to a line or two where we joke about, you know, oh, mess up my hair, you know, I mean, that, that's not stealing, that's homage, you know, and so, but to answer your original question, you know, a lot of choices have to be made, you can't do everything, um, so, so that's really, we try to create characters based to 
today and a lot of that's some of the spiritual stuff from Gosager. I probably pronounce that wrong. Gosager doesn't necessarily jive with why the company All right, thank you. I just thank thought you. that would have been a for the change of GSI side of it too, up there from like the same. Yeah, well, that was an interesting out of this. We went from brother and sister to love and We got one more question. Oh, sorry guys, we well, really run out of time. Right, but if you guys do a team meeting, <laughs> you can consolidate that question. No, I think you can. Well, before I ask you one thing real quick, James, thank you for your part in Gargoyles. That's the show that introduced oh, me to Shakespeare and talking to the writer. So. Yes, yes. That's Greg, Greg Wiseman. Oh, I, I know. Whatever. So my question, um, Aside from Jake and Gia, which, and, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just Gemma forever. Gemma forever. Um, so, aside from, uh, aside from Jake and Gia, of course, romance didn't really get a lot of play on the show. Like, there were, we like, tried. There were kind of some hints, but I see them in the trailers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you could have paired your characters off with anyone else, I mean, obviously Drew after that comment. <laughs> Since we were split into male and female trailers, we. Uh, I think I think there was no. I think there was a real romance um, that kind of went unnoticed throughout the show um, because they weren't necessarily the same species. Robo and I. It was Robo and Troy. Yes. And yeah. yeah. there, right? you can just if you can just take away the fact that Robo and I was a robot. It was real, and it was actually very beautiful. And, and, the, and the moment that they that fight in the warehouse that they have at the end, you had a heart. You had a heart. That <laughs> just like the Tin If you if you can see Robo Knight as not just a robot, that scene will bring tears to your eyes. I swear. Joy and Knight. Joy and Knight. And on that note, unfortunately, we're out of time here. Let's give a big round of applause to. In a world where podcasts are here one day and gone the next, the people call on one man to bring them a show that would save the planet as we know it. This is not that guy. From Podcast Detroit and the Points of Interest Podcast Network comes a show that talks about Power Rangers, the macho man Randy Savage, movies and TV shows, comic books and more. Brought to you by the host with the most, Jimmy McKnight. The Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight is live 5 o'clock on Sundays on Podcast Detroit. Email the show, ninjastarpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah.